Hey guys, I just want to take a moment to thank today's sponsor. Sponsor for today's episode is Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's where this podcast was made, and maybe that'll be where your podcast will be made. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Welcome to the show. My name is Michael Isetta. Let's jump into it. So, another episode I was talking about rewarding your dog appropriately. And I had alluded to a story and I wanted to save it for a special, a, a different podcast. So today I want to talk about this dog, Lucy. Now, Lucy loved people. Absolutely loved them. But it caused a slight problem. Now, Lucy was a mere 25, 30 pounds. She wasn't taking people down. She wasn't knocking them over. But the problem was that everybody gave her attention at the wrong time. So we constantly get the advice, don't give the dog attention when they're jumping on you, don't give your dog attention when they're misbehaving. The problem with that is, unless you know what's considered misbehaving or behaving, you don't know when to ignore and when to reward. The owner of the dog was the worst advocate for this. She would withhold reinforcement, praise, that's all the dog wanted, She would withhold that whenever the dog was doing well. But she would give it in kind of a sarcastic tone when the dog did something bad. So, they wanted to do agility. So in training agility, what would happen was when the dog did an amazing job, the owner would just go, good job, Lucy, you finally did it. But when the dog did something bad, she would go, Lucy, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? What's going on? Do you need belly rubs? Do you need a treat? And now you've recognized just in those two seconds, it's a longer amount of reinforcement when it has to do with that negative part for the owner. She starts complaining more, but the talking to the dog is what the dog wanted. So what we had the owner do was to not talk to the dog at all, unless the dog did the course perfectly right. Now, there were other things that we had to work on with the course. The dog was a little too fast. It would get the zoomies from overexcitement. And so we had to work on that too. But the important part was that whenever the dog did something bad, the owner talked to the dog more. That might translate into your training as well. What happens? We move too fast in our training and we start rewarding our dog less and less because they're doing well. Then what happens? We hit a bump in the road where our dog stops performing the behavior appropriately. So, if you've listened to my podcast, you know about variable and intermittent and continuous reward schedules. So let's say we're moving into an intermittent and variable reward schedule. We're trying to wean our dog off treats in a sit. So we ask for a sit three times, and then we give a treat. And that's what we're up to right now. Ask our dog sit three times, then we give him a treat. Ask our dog sit three times. And by the way, I'm not saying ask your dog to sit going, sit, sit, sit. You'd sit, good job, move on, sit, good job, move on, sit. Now they get the treat. That's what I mean by that. But you should definitely go back and listen to the Reward Schedules podcast so you fully understand what I'm talking about. So we're doing that, we're doing that, we're doing that. Our dog's doing good. 
at some point they just stop performing the behavior right. We'll say, okay, maybe we've gone too fast. Maybe we need to take a step back. So you jump back to continuous reward schedule, which is what you should do in some cases when the behavior has diminished. But there is something to be said about some dogs who just stop wanting to try, and they start realizing that if they don't do it right, they can get more treats. So if they stop doing the right thing, they're going to get more treats. That's a way for them to earn more reinforcement than less reinforcement. So we have to be careful about that. The other way this sneaks up on us is when we start to reward our dog with one treat, we realize they're not really into that treat, and then we have to switch to the next treat because they weren't listening in the first place. I've seen this many of times. They start off with cheese or regular treats, and then they move up to peanut butter because the dog didn't listen. Now what does the dog learn? I don't have to listen unless there's peanut butter. I can wait this out until I get the really good stuff. Because if they want me to do it, they're going to pay me more. It's just like people. Right? People on the job site, they might go, well, I'm not really going to do it until the boss is around. That's a form of when we train our dogs using corrective methods. They don't listen unless the collar's on, or they don't listen unless the handler that worked with them previously is right there. But the same thing applies to giving treats and positive reinforcement. To an extent, that is. You know, if we train our dogs to accept that, then that's what they're going to accept. We want to train our dogs that if you do something exceptionally well, you'll get the exceptionally well treat. If you do something good, you'll get the good treat. But we have to train that, and we get into that later. Thank you for listening. Get out there and train. I'll talk to you soon.